Yes. Are you thinking of Gulliver's Travel? Adam's way off. But Ben bred his Bible yesterday. Well, that's an unfair advantage. It's yeah, like it's... taking steroids. Yes, basically. <laughs> like studying for an exam. Yeah. That's not fair. <laughs> that's how they decide at the gates of heaven. They play bibble or dribble. Yeah. And if you don't get more than 60%, you're out. Basically the 11 plus of heaven. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know that churches are now doing um, contactless? The... What about a barcode on your forehead? <laughs> Automatically take money out. Oh, sorry, you've never mentioned that. And you've held that's, on to that grudge for that, all those years. That's why I've never been back to your church. You know, that's going to play on my mind now. <laughs> this is a light-hearted podcast because so many people find church and the Bible quite hard to access. We thought we would just chat together as mates and talk about some themes from a biblical viewpoint in a way you might not find in church. And hopefully it will help and encourage people. We go off on loads of tangents and we don't take ourselves too seriously. So apologies if any of this sounds irreverent in any way. This kind of podcast might not be for everyone. We hope you enjoy. Stop doing things wrong. Right, can someone get that fly? You can't get any closer, can we? What we really need is three stools. I had had two stools this morning. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome to another podcast. I'm Dan Ursel and I'm here with... Ben Harrison. Hello. And I'm Adam Eleanor. Hello. Hello there, Adam. Hello there, Ben. Hello, Dan. Doing all right, boys? Hi, Dan. Not too bad, not too bad. Had my third flat white, so I'm Good generic greeting. Good generic greeting. So, um, someone tells me that someone's actually done some preparation for this this podcast. Don't shut your face. I haven't. You said you'd got some bibble or dribble oh, ready for us. Um, oh, no, we haven't. <laughs> no, you told me not to do it, didn't you? No. No, he just told you to make sure that you did it right. <laughs> I did have some. But I... Oh, so we'll revert back to my bibble or dribble. Forgotten it. Sorry, that was Have you got some prepared? Off. I've always got some in the locker, Ben. Some Bible trivia. No, what it is, Dan, I did have some, but as I researched it I found it was all extremely violent I, I found it inappropriate good well I'm glad you're beginning to vet what you say and do. <laughs> <laughs> carry on it's about time bibble or dribble you've got to say whether it's in the bible or, or the dribble the dribble <laughs> whether it's a bunch of dribble made up mm-hmm. right right Adam and Eve ate an apple in the garden of Eden that's dribble it's dribble could have they, been a pineapple. They fruit. It could have been anything. Could have been a generic been, fruit. It was a, just a fruit from a tree, so we assume it's an apple. Does it say fruit? Well, yeah, I think it says fruit. Yeah, it says fruit. Do not eat a tree from the fruit of the knowledge of good and evil. And there's another tree in the garden, isn't the it? The knowledge of fruit of life. It's <laughs> one, isn't it? No, it's fruit the tree of, of life. Tree of life. The, the tree of, of knowledge of good and evil. Yep. And what we do know for sure go is that it wasn't... Um, Soft fruit like strawberries or raspberries. Mm. How do we know this? Because they grow on little bushes. Ooh. And not, yes. It's unlikely to have been a banana. And he specifically said tree. Yeah. So he didn't say. Could it have been a tomato? Don't eat the tree. Don't eat the it, fruit from the vine. Well, it could have. No, because no, that's, that's tomatoes on vines. Yeah, vines. Vine, vine fruit. What are you stupid or something? <laughs> <laughs> But fines. I thought there was a debate about tomatoes being fruit or vegetables. No, there's not a debate. No. It's, it's always been a fruit. But they say knowledge is knowing that a tomato is a fruit, but wisdom is knowing not to put it in a fruit salad. Have <laughs> <laughs> you heard that before? No, that's a serious, that's, honest thing that I learned the other day. I, I like that. I don't think I'd ever put a tomato in a fruit salad. That's because you're wise. So it's a, it's a common misconception 
Adam and Eve ate an apple. By the way, Slow. Adam has an advantage because I've gone over these at the youth event that we've done okay, before. That's fine. Mm -hmm. So if he ever does get one right, you can yeah. blame it on that. Right. Is there a bit in the Bible where a siege goes on so long that they turn cannibal and eat their own children? Yes. They turn cannibal, like uh, alive, where they, the plane crashes in the Andes and they have to eat each other. You know, have you seen that film? I've seen that film, yeah. Alive, yeah. Oh, yes. Um, yes, I have seen that film. Peruvian They start with that guy's bum. Team. Is there a bit in the well, Bible I... where an aeroplane crashes and yeah. they, in the Andes yeah. and they all eat each other? Yeah, it's called Alive. <laughs> <laughs> That's not in the Bible, no. But, well, there's definitely a bit about yeah. eating their own children in the Bible, whether it's part of the siege or not. I, I think uh, this might be the first question that you might get right and I might get wrong. I'm saying yes. I don't, I don't know that and I'll say false. You're saying dribble. Oh, for the point of this quiz, dribble. Yeah. And I'm you're saying, saying I'm saying bibble. Well, it is bibble. Mm -hmm. It's in Deuteronomy 28:53, and I think there's other instances in the Bible where where they eat their own children. Well, children are eaten. Good. Yeah. Good. Um, I hope they're dead they're before they're eaten. Glad you didn't make that up, to be honest, because that's pretty grim. I love kids, but I couldn't eat a whole one. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and there's. But you remember we talked the other week about Jeremiah, yeah, being the weeping prophet, the lonely well, he, man. He went and was actually going to the Jewish people, saying, "Stop sacrificing your children to Molech, which was this um, god who liked human sacrifice." Stop, collaborate, and listen. Also, that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I bet he did say. Okay, third one, third and final one. So, what are you on at the moment? I'm on two. He's on one. Ooh. Well, if it's an amalgamation <clears throat> of other questions. Oh yeah, we should. We should. Do like it? No, we shouldn't. <clears throat> that would require some planning. And, and, you, yeah. and you'll beat me. Scorekeeping. So yeah. I don't really want the Okay, go on. Kit. Is there a bit in the Bible where God threatens to smear poo on people's faces? Oh, blimey. <laughs> <laughs> now, it's the way you've written it. Um, I'm going to say no, it's dribble. Yeah, the way, I mean, oh, I threatened to smear poo on your face. <laughs> right, that's it. I've had enough of you. Here comes the poo. <clears throat> um... Threatens to smear poo. No, that's false. That's dribble. That's rubbish. Sure. Yeah, I hate Go it on. when you do that. It is in Malachi 2 verse 3. So is anything, any of these dribble? That... No, all three. Yeah, the first it. Adam and Eve. Oh, yeah, yeah, that was dribble. Yeah. Was dribble. Okay. I mean, so... that's not much of a threat, is it? <clears throat> well, do you want to have a look at it? Do you want to get it up? Adam, Malachi it up. 2 verse 3. Because everyone doubts me. I mean, I'd rather have poo smeared on my face than my children eaten. I didn't know you had children. I haven't. <laughs> They've been eaten. <laughs> ben got really hungry. Well, are we ready? Oh, I've, hang on, I've just got to accept the cookies. <laughs> you accepting a cookie? That's unheard of. <laughs> Very good spontaneous joke. Good. Because of you, I will rebuke your descendants. I will smear on your faces the dung from your festival sacrifices and you'll be carried off with it. Is Ooh. that metaphorical dung or is that real dung, do you think? Oh, I don't think God actually came down and smeared no. it. Is there, okay. is, there such, is there such thing as metaphorical dung? Well, there it is. He's, what he's saying is he will smear poo on the faces of... But Dan reckons that he, God wouldn't come down and smear... I don't think he paint. actually did it. Well, what? Yeah, but no. So in that quest, I'm right then. No, but it is in the Bible that he oh, was going to do it. Okay. At least it's animal dung, not human dung. But it's interesting to me that this is never used as a children's Bible memory verse. <laughs> okay boys so it's been something that we've been talking about doing um it's bank job yeah that bank job right but um 
we're just going to launch into it and see where we go, and it might go horribly wrong. Probably, or, probably will. Or horribly right. Yeah. The in another podcast, we've been looking at emotions and how in modern day society we've got this thing called toxic masculinity. Mas- Ma- masculinity. masculinity. Yeah. Toxic masculinity. Ben. Toxic masculinity. <laughs> That's uh, what is toxic masculinity. Glue. Toxic masculinity, in my mind, is not knowing where men fit into modern day society. I don't really know. Incorrect. Incorrect. Adam, toxic masculinity. I would say it is where we overly masculate things. Oh, uh, you go, might overly masculate. I never <laughs> Stop <do>. masculating. <laughs> no, what I mean by that is like that, you know, discount, does your wife know about this? discounting <laughs> discounting women to make. I don't know. Where'd like, you get discount women from? <laughs> I want some discount on my women. Is it masculines that are toxic? That's what we used to do in English, just reverse the questions to get the answer. And um, what did you get in English? <laughs> Moving on. What is, what is, Dan? Toxic masculinity is this idea that men um, have to be strong and can't show emotion. Yeah, I said that. Yeah. One out of two is not bad. <laughs> so it, it's, it's toxic because it kills men, because they end up not being able to express yeah, themselves. And hence, we have a massive epidemic of suicide amongst men. Yeah. yeah. Give me some stats, Ben. Um, Liverpool have won <laughs> 10 Champions Leagues. Uh, suicide is the biggest killer of men under 40 and in the UK. So there's a real problem. And we talked in the past about, unfortunately, you'd, you'd have hoped the church was leading the way on this. But sometimes men can get the impression that we're supposed to be strong, mm-hmm. that we, um, we've talked about growing up in churches where actually men never grumbled, no. didn't express themselves, and, and it kind of made it very hard growing up to, to find role models where they were broken yeah. or, or weak or struggling. Yeah, because everyone in the church puts on the face of being having a perfect life. Yeah. Well, in, certainly in the church that I grew up in. It I watched a kids movie the other day with my girlfriend and I just sobbed. What like movie? And which girlfriend? <laughs> it was the one girlfriend I had. Uh, stop touching my leg. <laughs> oh, it's the one where the kid has massive disfigurement and it isn't accepted by his friends at school. What's that called? Uh, oh, the story of Dan Ursel. Massive dis- disfigurement. Yeah. The Elephant Man? Oh, Wonder. Yes. Never yes. heard of it. Wonder. That is a brilliant Never film. I cried a lot at that film. It's a true story as well. But it's all about rejection mm. and not feeling included. And my girlfriend was looking at me going, what is going on with him? Just like weeping. It is okay to cry. Mm. I think that was possibly tapping into some deeper stuff for me. So you were crying? Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. And still, still going out? <laughs> I cried a lot during that film. You know, we're talking about anger today. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, um, this guy comes home. There's a note on the fridge from his wife, and it says, This isn't working. I've gone to stay with my mother. And he opens up the fridge, and the light comes on, and it's cold, and he says, I don't understand that woman. <laughs> <laughs> I've gone to live with my mother. I'd say, yeah. That is great. Our delivery is flawless. <laughs> that is a very funny joke. Better delivery than Amazon. <laughs> Just lean over this way a little bit. Don't touch me. <laughs> it's all right for you to touch me though, Ben. Yep. That's the unequal relationship we have. <laughs> okay. So the issue that we have with anger Check is that the Bible acknowledges it, but says we need to be careful about it because if left unchecked, it can destroy lives. Yeah. 
And Ben and I were talking the other day about how anger unexpressed turns inward, hence you get suicide. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So just to kick us off, we've just talked about crying, but when was the last time we lost it? Or things that just get us bubbling up? Oh, got, got us angry? Yes. Go on, what happened yesterday? Well, so I I play video games and I have what is commonly referred Other to games as are available. FIFA Rage. I think it's the injustice. Like I feel yeah. like I've been hard done by by the game, so I then start getting really angry. Fair it sounds pathetic, but I could smash the TV. Yeah, <laughs> that is pathetic. I get uh, angry <laughs> at injustice as well, but for worthy reasons. So, um, Are you saying no, my anger is irrelevant? Yeah, basically. Uh, moral high horse. <laughs> when I get on top of my moral high horse. The like injustice to the world, like what the Chinese. Uh, this is going to make me sound oh. like a massive racist. <laughs> Good. The I like Chinese killing and the Vietnamese killing rhinos for rhino horns. They have no worry about that. Killing tigers for tiger parts. Sharks <laughs> for shark fin soup. It's just they just kill everything, and I feel angry about that because they have no concern about it. There's so little we can do about it because it's a massive. So it's a sense of powerlessness. Powerlessness. Loss of biodiversity. So anger is the fruit, but the root emotions are feeling unheard, feeling powerless. Yeah, and rhinos having their horns chopped off. Yeah. Yeah. The other <laughs> question I wanted to ask you, you see these stories of like tennis players breaking rackets. Macken row. Have you yeah. ever broken a racket? Playing I have broken a racket, yeah. Have yeah. you? In anger? Racket. Yeah, in anger, yeah. Do you have a spare racket? I've got about ten rackets. Have you? Yeah. And what do you do when you feel like the... Anger is bubbling up. Because sometimes we even go to coffees and one of us will go, oh, just by the way, guys, I'm really agitated. Yeah, we just turn the tables over and (laughs) smash people in the face. But what we can often see in sport is people get angry, but it's not actually about the sport. It's cathartic about what's going on in their lives. Yeah, Yeah. Um, it's what's going on in their heads and their lives. And and just this build-up of not being able to express themselves or talk. Carry on. The thing is that anger is a natural human emotion. It does occur... Um, even God gets angry. It mm-hmm. says he is rich in love and slow to anger. Jesus got angry famously in the temple. Yeah, uh, yeah. It's the only instance we have recorded of his anger. Mm-hmm. And people would say that was a righteous anger. But there's other types of anger. You know, I teach young people. They tell me stories about how they've bent their phone in half in a fit of rage. Really? Yeah. Their expensive iPhone. And then later regretted it, of course, or where they <laughs> smashed a the controller. Bent? Later, no, they snap. Right, gosh. And I suppose we use sports as well. Um, and there's yeah. been times where just this primeval scream comes up from somewhere, and you're like, and, and I, I notice myself as well mm-hmm. when I get agitated, just need to run, just need yeah. to run naked through the forest. But yeah, you can you can go to a, like Monday night football, for example. Yeah, that we all play together, and you don't feel angry when you arrive. No. But the anger is coming from somewhere, yeah. and as the night progresses and things go against you or whatever, well, that, you then start to get angry. Yeah. In it. And I see that as like called the boiling of the kettle because there is so, always a, a, a root to the anger. It's injustice, from isn't it? It's the same yeah. injustice. Injustice gets us angry, whether it's on the football field, yeah. on the rhino field, or on the PlayStation field. Yeah. Frustration. Frustration. Yeah. Okay. Can we get any scriptures on on anger on anger or well there's many you, you many can, you can go in a different direction and just talk about the expression of emotions because when emotions aren't expressed it results in anger 
Well, you mentioned earlier righteous anger, Dan, which Jesus had in the temple. Mm-hmm. It says in Ephesians four twenty six to 31, in your anger do not sin, which is what you've just explained, really. So you can be angry, but do not sin. How can you be angry and not sin? What does that mean? I think it's, is it not, you can be angry, but don't murder anyone or... That's always a good starter. <laughs> <laughs> in, in 1 Liam, verse 12, he says, don't, don't look back in anger. I would imagine, as you say, you can have that hot coal of anger, but what you do with it, mm. you can end up destroying things, destroying yeah. relationships, saying unkind things. Or, worst case scenario, we've had it, one punch deaths. You know, someone yeah. in a fit of rage punches someone, they fall back, hit their head on a curb, dead. Yeah, I was actually going to pick out this one because this is one that my wife and I have have tried to live by in actual fact. So it says, "In your anger, in your anger, in your anger." Um, yes, yeah, so it says, "In your anger, do not sin." But it also says, "Do not let the sun go down while you are still angry," and that's one thing that that we do. So if we ever have an argument, yeah, and I say, "Right," I said, "Going to bed." I will give her fifteen minutes up there, and then I'll go up and I'll just you know try and have a calm word because. It's important not to sleep on your anger and then waking up so it's feeling it's resentful. It's more difficult in winter because you've got until about half three to <laughs> the sun goes down. But in the summer, you've got to about half ten. So as yeah. a result, win-win. Yeah, it's true. I think it means going to bed. Yeah. Because in those days, when the sun went down, you'd basically not be able to work. Yeah. Very few watches in those days and clocks. <laughs> yeah. Terrible <laughs> timekeeping. Yeah. Just a sundial and a yeah. egg timer. But it's interesting, that verse, it goes on. In your anger, do not sin. Do not let the sun go down while you are still angry. And do not give the devil a foothold. What the heck does that mean? Well, you're, yeah, you're more likely to sin, aren't you, when you're angry? Yeah. You're more likely to do things, punch people in the face, steal candy off a small child. Do not give the devil a foothold. <laughs> as in, giving the, the enemy, the devil, yeah. an opportunity yeah. to get involved, get in touch. Get his claws in. Yeah, get his claws in. Yeah. Foothold though, that's interesting. Like he's climbing. Yeah, yeah that is yeah. interesting, Dan. Well, it's a good. Yeah, I mean, he's he's clawing his way up, isn't he? Verse thirty-one: wow. Get rid of all bitterness, rage, and anger, brawling and slander, along with every other form of malice. Here's the issue we have, though. We've we've spoken before how we've witnessed men in church being very stoic, mm. and then you also feel like they don't actually express themselves, and it doesn't mean they're not angry. I feel like we lack good role models who are emotionally yeah. whole or emotionally express themselves. They could be at home punching their puppies. You never know. <laughs> well, I think there are certain people, aren't there, who, who just ha- have got an amazing knack of not getting angry on the outside, but on the inside they are seething, and I think that is quite dangerous. You do need to take the lid off. How do you know they are seething on the inside? You can talk to them and you go, are you all right? And they'll go, yes. Fine. Oh right, okay. Like so you can see giving you the yeah, you can see literally on their face that they're not fine and they're not very happy about the situation. Yeah, because you do have to let it out. Yeah, you have to release it somehow because you you can't keep it pent up inside you. Well, it depends, doesn't it? Where the source of the anger is coming from? Yeah, because some people get angry for selfish reasons. Mm. I want to score the goal. I want everyone to pass to me. But some people get angry because of. Actually, they're being treated badly. Yeah. So there is a distinction between the two. 
Yeah, selfish anger and righteous anger. Yeah, I think. Would you say? I think my anger is is genuinely injustice anger. Like yeah. I don't tend to get angry unless I feel like I'm being hard done by. Yeah, but you feel you're being hard done by all the time. Yeah, like so I'm ref- angry. Referees like and they're out to get me, Dan. Yeah, Every referee is out to get me. Perhaps if you were better at football, you wouldn't be so angry. <laughs> Maybe practice a bit more. Maybe if my team was better at football oh, and my yeah. teammates were better at football, I wouldn't get so angry at the ref. <laughs> James one nineteen says, My dear brothers and sisters, everyone should be quick to listen, slow to speak, and slow to become angry. Yeah. Because human anger does not produce the righteousness that God desires. Human anger does not produce the righteousness that God desires. What does that mean? Human anger is not the same as God's anger, maybe. So we're impulsive and tempestuous, is that a word? When we're angry. Yeah, so good. maybe counting to ten when we're angry is a good idea to take stock of a situation. Because man, as you say, man, as the Bible says, man's anger is not the same as God's anger. We do stupid things when we're angry. Problem is, I've seen people angry and um, particularly leaders, and everyone thinks their anger is righteous. Mm. <laughs> everyone does. Um, everyone thinks they're right. So we, we've got an issue here. We've got one is the source of it, whether it's a selfish type of anger or yeah. actually because you're being ill-treated. Mm-hmm. And the second one is how you express anger in a good way, Yeah. in a, in a right way. So you can say you're angry, but without flipping out. Or if you feel like you've got no forum to be heard, and that, that's where suicide comes from. Yeah, People mm-hmm. are frustrated or scared and, and they just feel like, you know, Robert Webb talks about it in his book. Yeah, The only legitimate way for men to express emotions is through anger. Yeah. yeah. And the problem with it as well is it doesn't elicit sympathy. Yeah. We've said before, if you've got a man and a woman upset, the woman may cry and the man gets angry and gets pent up. Who elicits sympathy? Well, it's the, the female. Mm. And then the man feels unheard and unlistened to. And it's quite commonly known that the female of the species is more, more deadly than, than the, the male, male, as sung by space. Yes. Circa 1995. Proverbs 29, verse 11. Fools give full vent to their rage, but the wise bring calm in the end. That's quite yeah. a good one. So what's that mean, Adam? Well, I would say that makes me feel a bit stupid because I get angry. And it's saying fools allow their their anger to spill it, out, whereas the wise... Yeah, so it seems to lead us on to wisdom. And then there's a whole load of stuff in the Bible about wisdom. Yeah, I'll, I can show you some wisdom. For the point of the podcast, Adam is pointing to a wisdom tooth. <laughs> <laughs> Ecclesiastes 7, 9. Do not, quick, sorry, do not be quickly provoked in your spirit, for anger resides in the lap of fools. Mm. So that's twice anger has been referred to as... Foolish. It was a strip bar in East London, the Lap of Fools, isn't it? <laughs> I mean, there's there's hundreds of um, verses in the Bible about don't not, be angry. Don't be angry. But do you think the problem is is that we then, as Christians, feel like we're not allowed to be mm. angry? And there's also other verses about do not grumble. Unfortunately, I had a sad story recently of a Christian with couple of kids who committed suicide mm. and you'd think how how is that possible and he was connected to church um, two young young kids we have an issue even christians have an issue because the, we read these verses about anger not being good and we get all pent up and we don't express it so what's what's the answer i know speaking for all of us sport is very important and i know obviously that's not mentioned in the bible 
but we play a lot of sport. We release a lot of pent-up tension playing sport. I mean, any doctor will tell you that anyway. It's important to release, you know, lots of energy. and. Actually, if it wasn't okay to get angry, you wouldn't see anger in the Bible. And one of the Psalms is basically David just going off on one yeah. at God, yeah. at how angry he is. And it's quite a quite a cutting... I, re- I The first time I read it, was like, can you really say those things to God? <laughs> like, I was really surprised that that was in the Bible, that people, the way I've sometimes felt about my relationship with God, David puts into words in a psalm, and it's in the Bible, and I'm thinking, well, so it is okay to be angry it's at God. And it is. People get angry with God in the Bible. Yeah. Like, people that are massively godly, like Moses has a go at him once. What, what we're discovering is... Anger is legitimate, mm. you can get frustrated, and you need to find safe spaces to express it where it's not going to destroy or implode yeah. relationships. So there's negative ways to ex- express things and self-destructive ways. Or you can go the other way and drink and try and push it all down. Yes, yeah, true. Mm. <laughs> you know, all three of us have done counselling and had counselling, and that's something that you get help with things. And I think... The problem for men, a lot of men are too proud to go, actually, I need some help, yeah. and I'm going to go and see and talk to somebody. Difficult to talk. And and also, I the first time I went to counselling, I, I, I did probably six or nine months of it, but the first week or two weeks, I felt really weird. I didn't know counselling. I didn't want to be there. I didn't feel like there was any point in being there. And then, after about the third or fourth week, I realised... Actually, it's a great platform just to brain dump on her and just to go, these are all the things that's happening in my head right now. Yeah. I think from my experience, it's starting the conversation. Once, you've, once you're have you in the flow, it's yeah. okay. Yeah. So if I have to speak to anyone, I, I often use a phrase of like, I'm, I'm struggling, can I just talk about it? Mm. Mm. Do you ring many hotlines, Dan, still? <laughs> <laughs> Helpline, maybe I should One say. pound 80 a minute? <laughs> Those ladies ironing going, oh yeah, this is fun. What? That sort of sounds like a rubbish hotline. <laughs> no, ladies so, ironing. No, a, I, <laughs> I, I need to ring so, those ladies ironing. Yeah, and I'll stop you there, Adam, because that's not going in the podcast. Okay. I've totally lost all of my... We were talking I, about sex I was workers. Going towards. <laughs> is it okay to be a prostitute yeah. in the Bible? Um, oldest profession, they say. Prostitute. <laughs> but I think farmer. Yeah. Probably or hunter. We gatherer. would have been we would have been farmers be before prostitutes. That's Is hunter gatherer sure. a profession? When I went to school in careers, they didn't say who wants to be a hunter gatherer. <laughs> or when they give you when you do the little career survey and it comes out, yep. you'd make a good hunter gatherer. <laughs> Actually, my uh, classroom assistant who I talked about last week is Neanderthal. He would have been a good hunter gatherer. <laughs> Better gatherer than hunter, I'd say. Yeah. The Nunterer. The Nunterer. Better gatherer than Hunterer. Yeah, your, your gathering skills are good, uh, Mr. Askey, but your hunting is not so good. Yeah, I'm afraid that you're only going to be a gatherer. You've you're got not going to be a hunter gatherer. <laughs> <laughs> Men have a lot of issues. So, what's the take home message there, boys? The take home message is for men, anger can be dangerous, so watch it. The Bible says, watch your anger because it can lead to you know, violence and bad behaviour. And maybe take a breath, talk to someone, count to ten, other cliches. 
Also, if you are in a situation that is regularly making you angry, so work is becoming really unhelpful, yeah. or a relationship is becoming really unhelpful, or you're playing a sport and you're constantly losing it. We've had people like that, and they've ended yeah. up having to step away. Yeah. You can take yourself out of the situations. In school, we'll, we'll even have things like exit cards, where if a child feels like they're getting to that point, they will... Um, just show their exit card and mm. just take five minutes. My son had one of those. Yeah. He was allowed. But he would show it at the start of the lesson after 30 seconds. <laughs> I'm done! <laughs> I've never heard of an exit card. Yeah. Or just rip your shirt off and run off the football pitch and never well, come back. We've had that. We've That's the most famous story team. ever yeah. and I, I wasn't there. We've had that at least twice yeah. where Christian players have torn their shirt off. Mm. We play in a Christian football league locally yeah. and there's a lot of pent-up aggression there. Okay, so the take-home message is... Keep your anger under control and your... <laughs> and your bits in bits your pants. Quick to love and slow to anger. Be slow to anger. Slow to anger and look both ways <laughs> before you cross, before you cross the I, road. The take-home message is: we're all going to get angry. Deal with it. Just so wise. <laughs> <laughs> have, you, have you considered writing down some of your proverbs? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're all going to be angry. Deal with it. Get some counselling. <laughs> <don't know. laughs> Well, that was just a quick look at some passages to do with anger, how it's important for us to express our emotions in healthy ways. We hope you found some good content in there and some encouragement. Don't forget to subscribe or leave a comment. And if you like this, maybe pass it on to a friend. You can email us at thepodicalsonsuk at gmail.com. See you next time.